Peace and thank you, family, for tuning into Creative Habits Podcast. I'm your host, Philip Anthony. And I'm your co-host, Indigo. We're based in Washington, D.C. with leading discussions on topics surrounding pop culture, business, lifestyle, and art with an occasional guest appearance within the creative and entrepreneurial industry. What's up, beautiful people? Thank you for tuning in to another episode. How are you doing today, my love? I'm well. How are you doing today? I am doing just fine. Today, we are speaking about sleep talking. Sleep talking. Do you know anyone (laughs) or have come across anyone who talks in their sleep? Yes, my partner, Philip Herring. Yes, it's crazy. Um, My mother said I've done it since I was a child. Um, My lady say I do it. Our child is doing it. Mm -hmm. It's it's, it's, It's a very curious topic. Yep, so we all dream, but not all of us mutter through it. If you've ever shared a bed with a sleep talker, it can be an amusing, disturbing, sleep-disrupting experience. What does it mean? Why are they saying it? And when will they shut the fuck up so you can get some rest? Mm. Sleep talking or somniloquy is one of a number of parasomnias, of a parasomnia, excuse Mm -hmm. me, which includes sleepwalking and night terrors. In my experience, it can be linked to the nervous system being overstimulated, which can be related to the excessive use of technology before bed or too much caffeine. Mm-hmm. This is quoted from an article published by The Guardian entitled, What Does It Mean When We Talk in Our Sleep? Dr. Nerio says, these sorts of behaviors can happen with people who are quite hard in themselves. They're perfectionists, but they often hold back on saying what they really want to say. And when they go to bed at night, it spills out into sleep. Dr. Neri wrote a book called Fast Asleep and Wide Awake. That's interesting. Um, Sleep talking is a common sleep disorder that is classified as an isolated symptom. It can arise during any state of sleep and can occur with varying levels of comprehensibility. Um, The sleep talker tends to be unaware of the problem, Hmm. but loud and frequent talking can disturb the sleep of the bed partner. At times, the content of the talking can be objectionable and offensive to others. Yes. Um, So tell us a little history about your sleep talking. Um, Who was the first person to share that information with you? My mother. Mm -hmm. At Um, what age? Do you remember? I don't know. I know it was a long time ago. Right. And I remember her because my room was next to the uh, restroom. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know what time it was, but she woke me up and she was like, you talking to me? And I was like, huh? <laughs> I was asleep. You talking to me? I was like, nah. She said, you were talking in your sleep, boy. Mm-hmm. I'm like, really? She was like, I don't know what you're saying, but you were talking. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. But I wasn't really drinking caffeine like that. I had to be like. Around what age, you think? Probably Seven through very young, right? eleven mm-hmm. around that time. I can't really really remember exactly, but yeah, it's, it's 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 been a long time. Wow, yeah. So even our child is doing that right now, and most of the time he's not saying anything. Like mm. it's no not usually conversation, but mostly laughter. <laughs> mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. something's really amusing him in his sleep. Now that's curious. I wonder what he's laughing at. Maybe it's. 
because he watched a, a lot of like little TV shows on iPads mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Maybe he's like having re- reoccurring memories of what he's Maybe. been watching. <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so my first encounter with you, sleep talking, was pretty scary for me because I, I had never seen it before in action. Um, but I noticed, like, you had, that was a second occurrence, but, like, you had gotten up, like, you were getting ready to get up. Like the Terminator. Right, and then you turned to, like, the right side of the wall and started talking. That's creepy. So I was just like, what the hell is going on? (laughs) And then you lay back down. So I'm like, okay. It just creeped me out because I'd never seen anything like that. Mm. Um, Yeah. So then I think. Did you you tell your mom? Because you usually tell your mother. No, I didn't. (laughs) I didn't tell my mom that, which is quite funny. Mm. I don't know because it wasn't a big of a deal to me. But it's like when it first happened, I was like, what is this? Like, Mm. I never seen that before. And I thought you were talking to me as well, but it was creepy because you got up and you looked this way and started talking. I'm sure you Googled it. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm pretty sure you pulled the phone. Out I may have. I can't remember. Out. It was a while ago. It mm. was um, when I was pregnant with Wami. And um, the first time I remember, and that's a, that, the second time I wasn't that sleep, like I wasn't fully asleep. Mm. So I saw you like get up and look this way. But the first time I heard it, like, um, you had done it twice the first time where it was very incoherent. Like, I couldn't hear what you were saying. I couldn't comprehend. But it was like a different language. Like, it was kind of like mush mouth. Like, blah, blah, blah. Mm. <laughs> like, I don't know what he's saying. And then you nodded off again and then you did it again. But I was still very sleepy. So I was just like, I think you talked bad. You know, I didn't know if you were talking to me. Maybe mm. you're telling me to move over or something. But mm. I didn't really... I don't know. I don't Realize think so. It. When I'm asleep, I'm asleep. Like, sometimes you talk to me or tell me something, and I <laughs> I say, yeah, but I'm not really. Right. You yeah. say, but I wasn't talking to you. You, yeah. I thought you were saying something to me. Yeah. Mm. It's crazy. Sleep talking occurs in half of young children and in about 5% of adults. Uh, I guess I'm very rare. Uh, studies have found that up to 66% of people who have experienced uh, episodes of sleep talking make it one of the most common parasomnia, excuse me, that said it does not occur frequently with just four, uh, 17% of people reporting sleep talking episodes in the last three months. Mm-hmm. Even regular sleep talkers may have been recorded for four nights or more to document an episode sleep talking is found uh more often in children and is believed to affect fewer adults it occurs equally in women and men interesting so how how often would i sleep talk not every night i hope no 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 i'm trying to count because it's not every night but i remember when you were weaning yourself off of weed it would have been lit- like that whole week was bad and you would like sweat a lot, but you would you would talk in your sleep excessively. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the only like recollection I have of you doing it like frequent. on a day to yeah, yeah, frequent basis. Now it's like, you know, once every two months or so, like mm-hmm. it's not as frequent, but I notice that it's usually if you're disrupted, like your day has disrupted or you haven't had enough sleep. Mm-hmm. That's when you start sleep talking. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Because an individual is very 
rarely aware of episodes data about the prevalence of sleep talking may not be exact reports of sleep talking usually comes from a family member or a bed partner Mm. that's what we just said (laughs) yeah the causes are complicated but there has apparently been a significant uptick in sleep talking since the start of the pandemic Sleep School's 2020 to 2021 research conducted by global researchers with a national sample of 3,000 plus Brits found that 43% of the UK population's sleep has worsened since the COVID-19 outbreak, with 54% saying that they are now dissatisfied with their sleep. 53% said that they didn't know what to do to improve their sleep. Issues like sleep talking can be caused by a multitude of factors such as work stress difficulty switching off juggling home and work life and higher rates of mental health such as depression Mm, and anxiety that makes a lot of sense explain you know just being depressed and having a lot of anxiety and covid bringing that towards a lot of people you know you can have a lot on your mind and you're transferring it into the place where you're supposed to be recharging your batteries that and (laughs) you want to express it but you some maybe maybe you don't know how to right right and it's like you it's like you you're shaking a a, a soda bottle mm. brains on overload and the yeah, only time it and, can actually and you spew gotta out. get it out you gotta get it out to get that yeah. pressure off but i don't know that's just, just that's just interesting i like that dreaming is a place where our unconscious minds gets to run riot without the constraints of life in the conscious world i think that's what you were saying mm-hmm. according to the awakeningstate.com spirituality is is believed that we access a different part of the universe when we sleep mm-hmm. there are many reports of astral travel communicating with beings outside of our earthly plane and dealing with spirit guides to name but a few we just had a conversation uh, about that, just like thinking like, um, where does your mind go when you sleep? Is yeah. it like plugging a phone in when it's um, like on its very last bar? Like, <laughs> do we plug into something? Like an interesting question. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's, it's I wish there's more accessible research <laughs> mm-hmm. about all of the conspiracy theory ideas we have surrounding that topic and it couldn't be conspiracy i mean it could be very much a spiritual awakening of what happens with dreams and patterns of sleep mm-hmm. um you know intertwined with science because your mind has to be doing something it has to be doing something right right it's just not a random thing that we just dream mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. but who knows maybe we'll find out in the future if you are talking in the night it could mean that you are having conversations with spirit. Hmm. It does not stop us from talking what we say in our sleeps very seriously in some cases. Oh, excuse me, taking. Hmm. Or worrying about that it's a deeper reflection of truths buried deep in the subconsciousness. Um, but Massachusetts Supreme Court in 2000 rejected the idea that sleep talk in the case of a 10 year old girl who spoke while asleep about her father's abuse could be admitted as evidence on the basis that we still don't know how the mind works in sleep. 
Interesting. However, experts say that even if it's not a bad thing, whatever we say must be a reflection of something going on in our minds. Sleep expert Mr. Simon, a psychologist of UC Berkeley, University of California, Berkeley, who researches the effect of sleep loss on emotion, told us that there is no evidence that sleep talking is related to any pathology. However, since we dream in both REM and NREM sleep, it seems reasonable to assume that sleep talking is related to whatever goes on in our minds during our sleep. Mm. Mm. So that just basically told us that the mind never stops, Mm. even when we're asleep. When we're asleep, the mind continues to to work and and function. Right. Because when I'm dreaming, I'm very conscious that I'm dreaming, but I can still think about things in my normal life, mm-hmm. in my everyday life, mm-hmm. while I'm dreaming. Has that ever happened to you? Like, I, if you're dreaming, are you just dreaming and you just shut that off, or does life kind of interrupt? It depends, because right. I've had dreams, like, if I'm watching, if I'm binge-watching, like, um, The Walking Dead or something, I would have dreams about being in a zombie apocalypse, mm-hmm. or there's been instances of of me like controlling my dreams like i will be in a certain dream where something happens i wake up use the restroom and i can go to sleep and go right back into that same you dream. can go back to the same dream i've never been able like mine is like switching a channel so if i wake up and have to use the restroom or get some water mm-hmm. my dream is a new dream it's like a new show <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i could never go back into like the same dream it's weird. It's weird. Mm-hmm. I used to um, sleep with the TV on for some reason. Mm. Um, I don't know if it was like a, a comforting um, thing, but I don't know if that had any effect. I I'm just I just don't know why I sleep talk. Period. Like that's right. Maybe it's hereditary me. because Wami's doing it now. Right. You know, like maybe your paternal side are sleep talkers. Right. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we're connecting to something a lot deeper than what we really realize. Right. I don't know if I've shared this with you before. However, um, when I was in college and I stayed up, I pulled an all nighter literally from 8 a.m. through 8 a.m. of the next day. Mm-hmm. I hadn't had any sleep. I didn't sleep. And then I had to go to class. So technically I had to like be up. From 8 until like midnight that following day. Mm-hmm. So what? That's a couple of nights with no sleep. Mm-hmm. And I found myself, I was doing homework at lunchtime after that 8 a.m. class that I was working on an assignment for. I heard myself talking to myself like about, come on, like finish it. But I was asleep. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, my friend at the time, Ebony, she was just like, Indigo, you're asleep. <laughs> she was just like, what are you saying? But I, I thought like I, I thought I was awake. My eyes were closed. Mm-hmm. But I knew that I was saying like, come on, like you have to finish this. However, like everybody was seeing me asleep, but I thought I was still drunk. So your brain <laughs> thought something while your body was doing something else. Oh, yeah. Like my body was working, but my brain said shut down. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I was still working with my body. You know, kind of how you've seen an animal like get their head cut off, but they're mm-hmm. still running around. Yeah. It was the same type of experience where it's like 
I thought that I was awake, but everybody else around me saw my eyes closed. But I was still like moving my pencil. My eyes maybe, were closed. Maybe it's a slowed reaction. <laughs> yeah, you know, maybe. like maybe, maybe our minds move. Well, I guess our minds mm. move a lot faster than our, than our bodies mm. do. You know, we um sometimes we do things without even thinking about it. You know, right. it's like second nature, just like breathing. You know. I think that that's what was happening to me where I was, my body was like this, but my mm-hmm. mind was just like, nope. Yeah. You need to close your eyes. <laughs> you need to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Which was weird because it's like when you sleep talk, right? Um, do you know that you're sleep talking? No. No. In that second of a moment where I had an experience of sleep talking, I heard myself tell myself, come on, you know, get it together, do your work. But I was asleep. To everybody mm-hmm. else, you know, like that was maybe what was you were in that in between space, you know, that mm-hmm. in between space where you're about to really yes, go to sleep, right? But you're not asleep yet. That's, I think, that's what it was. Because when she said indigo, that's mm-hmm. when I was like, oh shit, <laughs> I opened my eyes. Mm-hmm. But that was pretty funny. That's the only I, thing I, I can remember. Um, when I was younger, probably like really a really young boy, I would, um. I remember a time where I was eating, mm. but I was so exhausted. You know, when you're a kid, you right. sleep anywhere. <laughs> and I was eating something. I think it was like chicken or something. And I was asleep, but I was still eating. You know, I was Did still you felt that you feel the motion of like eating and sleeping at the I same time? I don't remember. I just right. remember I was asleep, but I was still eating <laughs> a piece of chicken or whatever. And it's like, I'm knocked out, but I'm still like in the motion. Right. It's just crazy. I don't... The mind and the body works really crazy. Mm, it's, it's together, crazy. but sometimes separately. Mm-hmm. Because you can be in a coma and be very much understanding of like the sounds and the things around you, right. even though your your eyes are closed and your body can't move. Right, right. So that is interesting. Sleep talking. I think my cousin uh, said he does that as well, too. Hmm. Which one? Wesley. Oh, wow. Yeah, I think he said he's done. He thinks that we, our past lives, we were some type of priest or some shit. <laughs> Shaman, something. Yeah, some type of, some type of something. Right. You know, but I don't know. It's, I just, it's just really creepy, man. He said I, I, I got up like the Undertaker. He got up doom, like it, almost like you're about to levitate doom, or something. I was like, why? Like, what is like he doing? Like a vampire out of the. It out did of, scare the, the shit out of me, but I was like, you know what? He's not going to do nothing. And then I turned my head to the right and, <laughs> and I was started. talking to something. But it wasn't even English, like. And you didn't see nothing in the corner. <laughs> I wasn't looking for anything in the corner. I was yeah, looking at you. Like, I was like, what's going shit on? Like that, but still, <laughs> but still. I don't know if something like that right. happens again. Just slap me. You've said you though, like sometimes you say things that are coherent, but they either don't make sense or it's like like what you said something about in the shower. <laughs> I'm like, what would the you shower. say? I don't know. Like you, maybe it's like you're dreaming about something that's in your dream. Mm. I do remember one time when I told you, and you're like, no, I didn't say that. And you were like, uh, I'm gonna marry you. I, said I don't that. know who you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who you were talking about, but that's what you said. I'm like, oh my god. Oh man. <laughs> but you just say like you just be saying stuff sometimes, but most of the time it is like something I do not understand. Like mumble, jumbo, mm. mumble, jumbo. Mm. It's probably 
not audible because the brain is busy doing something else. <laughs> like it's not it's it's connected to the mouth, but it's not really like all the connections are. But there. I wish I knew because I'm so fa- I'm so fascinated. Like when we had that conversation about you sleep talking, I'm very fascinated about why people do it. Mm-hmm. And with all the things that we research, this is like how you can stop sleep talking rather than giving you an insight (laughs) you know giving you an insight of what the actual cause is or maybe there hasn't been someone to actually like study you know sleep talking and see what the connections are with i don't know spirituality or i was about to say or maybe they're not just giving us all the information that we need (laughs) yeah a couple links were like forbidden (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so let me see um yeah what do you say the um a connection with astral projection mm. i did a little research on that and i think i've done that a few times you ever heard of astral projection please expand i'm not sure it's like means. when you're it's like when your spirit leaves your body you said you felt that before yeah give me an example so i can understand you remember we had an episode about the old hag yeah paralysis sleep paralysis when i was younger it was this one night well I felt like sleep paralysis. I could still sleep. I couldn't talk. I couldn't move, but I could mm-hmm. move my eyes around. And I was trying to get up so mm. bad. Like, I was really trying to get up, but I couldn't. But, like, the strain of me getting up, it felt like my spirit was leaving my body. Yeah, I felt that before. And it's, But it was like I was looking at myself trying to get up. That's scary. Yeah. I felt that before. I've never looked at myself getting up, but the sense of having that type of paralysis where you can, you see something that's coming to get you, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. but you can't move. Mm-hmm. For me, my eyes aren't open, but it won't let me open my eyes. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm awake, but you're not letting me like, whatever's holding like me back, aware. I can't open my eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to like tap myself or move and my, like my body's, my limbs just not working. Yeah. But I can feel like some sense of like, I don't know, like, yeah, proje- astral projection. Because even though my eyes are shut, I see myself sinking. Mm-hmm. I don't know. If that's- and this, um, there's been some instances or some stories of people like doing, doing it like, willingly like they can project their spirit to anywhere they think of Mm, really like they can let's say you you got a family member that lives far away you can project your spirit from your body where you are then in that time to your family member Mm -hmm. and there's been stories of people being like oh i felt something behind me or right I can sense something, but nothing is there. That's interesting you say this, and maybe it's not true, but I really felt that um, when my grandfather had passed, Mm -hmm. um, and I was driving, and I called you right after it happened, there was a deer that, like, kind of, like, literally, if I did not stop, I would have hit the deer. Mm -hmm. But it was almost like the deer jumped in slow motion Mm -hmm. like i felt a you know i felt a very spiritual like Mm -hmm. experience and then like then that morning my mom was just like your grandfather passed you Mm -hmm. know like that was just like what Mm -hmm. the 
But that, I mean, after that encounter, I was like, oh, like I just something felt weird after mm-hmm. I saw the deer. It, you know, kind of jumped past me. I almost hit it. But when it had jumped, like its eye was just looking at me and I couldn't stop looking at it. Mm-hmm. And then it left. But it was just a very weird moment at that time. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I definitely agree with you that there's certain, you know, ways that you can astrally project. I don't know if astrally means what was the word. But astral. It, it, how it projects itself, you know, mm-hmm. onto someone. Um, but that I, kind of brings me to speaking about twins. Maybe it's like you can have that level of um, ability when you're connected or close to someone, close enough that you're able to like, Mm-hmm. know what a person's mm-hmm. thoughts are know mm-hmm. what they're feeling when you're really in tune with that person i think twins can may be having the same like a better ability to do that because they're so in tune with one another whereas i think if we're more connected as people maybe we can sense what a person is feeling or thinking sometimes even us because we've now like encountered or know each other so or so well animals, animals like dogs they, right you can they, sense they, they, communi- they communicate Mm-hmm. way differently than we do right but it's like you get to a point too where it's just like i don't have to say anything to you but you know what i'm about to say right so it's like right. you know it's very interesting that but i went off the tangent so mm-hmm. i'm i just hope somebody <laughs> does like some real um extensive research on sleep talking they could be we probably just need it. to go to a library talking about caffeine and too much time on your <laughs> device but What's the real meaning behind what, it? What did people do before? Like, what was the what was the causes before people had cellular phones? Because I'm pretty sure people were sleep talking a long time. Right, and that's why I'm feeling like the internet may not be the place. But if we were to go in a library one day mm-hmm. and just look at one piece of information and look at from that book what research they used to look at that piece, and we'll probably find a source of like maybe different cultures about what they think about sleep talking or. Mm-hmm. Could be could could open up a can of worms, but it's just maybe we're not looking in the right rabbit place. Hole. I would love right. to go down that rabbit hole. Mm. I'm pretty sure that we used to be as a people, as a society, as a mm. civilization. We used to, before, you know, like organized religion. Like we used to be in tune with a lot of different stuff, like nature. Right. You but, know, you yeah. know how birds can fly in unison and know where to to fly because like the magnetism of the earth and shit like that but um yeah i think or the way the waves crash on the shore because of the moon you know what i mean like stuff like that i'm pretty sure that affects us too but we're just we're we're just distracted with stuff that you know that's put in front of us instead of yeah i mean i really do feel like our body still tells us now mm-hmm. whether or not we want to pay attention to it i mean that's on us but there are key signs that our body can tell us if we listen to it mm-hmm. so for instance um one of the things that i um had found out when i was pregnant was that the reason why there's morning sickness is because you know, in our very early <laughs> years on civilization, mm-hmm. the way that you would uh, refrain from eating poisonous stuff that would kill your baby or kill you was by morning sickness. So if, if you smelt or sensed something, it was your body telling you, don't go near this thing. 
because it can kill you or your baby. Like it's poisonous to whatever it is or to tell you to avoid that thing because it's not, you know, healthy for the child. So or that's you. why you didn't want to eat any spices or any like processed stuff. Right. Mm. So it could be the fact that it was just not, you know, yeah, good for the child or what he did not feel like was going to be beneficial. Like cheese sandwiches for a good week. Straight. Oh, it was horrible. Like just <laughs> thinking back, it was just horrible. But that was the only thing that I can kind of like take because everything kind of tasted like metal to me or smelled like it it. smelled like really bad chem like I smelled chemicals everywhere Mm, aluminum all types of right so even you know like um I cigarette smoke or like anything that was just like something people smoked Mm -hmm. I felt like it was burning me like I felt like I couldn't breathe when Mm -hmm. I was around it Mm -hmm. which was so strange to me your body's reacting to it you know what I mean right that's Um, crazy right and another thing I think that um when our when our body grieves or when our body is hungry, when our body is sick, mm-hmm. all of those things are telling us, you know, clues of what the is signals. going on, right? The They're signals. signals. So mm-hmm. I think we have a lot of signals that we suppress mm-hmm. that could help us or be a benefit to us kind of learning about ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think we ignore a lot of that stuff, you know. It's just, I think it's just principles that we used to live by that we were more connected with, you know, the earth Mm -hmm. and the environment, but we're not so connected now. Like if you look at this, the um, bush, bush people in like South Africa, that's still out there in the sands and the trenches, like they're connected. Yeah. But uh, yeah, here is your quote of the day. Live long and be free. Amen. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and we are on YouTube now. Creative yes, Habits we are. on YouTube. Um, subscribe to that too, people. Peace. Uh, have a good one.